This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer. I'm Sterling Fox, and in just a few moments, physiotherapist Dean Katopsky, clinical director of the Performax Health Group, will join us to talk about sustainable results and something called the force balance technique. And yes, we will open up our phone lines again, too. But first, here are some more of the top consumer stories we're watching this week. And certainly, one of the most anticipated stories this week is the U.S. dropping its tariffs on Canadian steel and aluminum almost exactly a year after they took effect. Global Affairs Canada said the tariffs will be removed by Monday. Canada has agreed to lift tariffs that were imposed in retaliation. Trump administration officials have said for months that they're working on a solution to the tariffs, a dispute that has caused major friction between us and the states. Tariffs of 25% on imports of steel from Canada and 10% on aluminum took effect last June 1st. Canada's steel and aluminum industries employ about 33,000 Canadians and add close to $9 billion to the country's gross domestic product, according to the latest figures from the feds. Oh, and here's a story you could almost feel has been brewing for a while now, and it's all about meat. That's right, the word meat, or rather the lack of meat in new, very popular, beyond meat type food products. Plant-based products that replicate the taste and even the look of meat in burgers or sausages that are selling so fast, manufacturers can barely keep up with the demand. So, what's the beef exactly? Well, according to the Canadian Cattlemen's Association and the Quebec Cattle Producers Federation, if it isn't meat, you can't call it meat. Pretty simple, really. Call it plant-based protein, but not plant-based meat, because there's no meat involved. That's the whole point of the product. I realize this sounds more than a little hair-splitty, but this time I think the meat lobby has a point. They're not trying to get rid of their competition or in any way damage their ability to sell their products. They simply want the feds to step in and enforce the rules about what is or isn't meat. And believe me, there are plenty of those rules. The meat producers say, we're not even trying to say what they should be called. We just know what they shouldn't be called. So far, the feds have said crickets. Uber stock took a nosedive this week after going public at a discounted price to some drivers who accuse Lyft and Uber of mismanagement and mistreatment and low pay are finding some satisfaction at the market's tepid reaction to investing in the newly public companies. But they're also well aware of the drivers that pressure to turn profitable could meet even tougher days ahead for drivers as the companies look to cut costs. As a driver who has been screwed over for years, I will say I'd love to see them go bankrupt, rage one of them on Reddit. Other drivers said they took no joy in how the shares initially fell, but hoped the result would be better treatment of them. The ups and downs of the stock price are another battlefront, along with last week's strike and the long-running debate over whether drivers are company employees or contractors. So far, Uber and Lyft have not responded to requests for comment. A new BC Hydro report says switching to an electric vehicle 
could save you thousands of dollars every year. Beyond the many thousands in grants being dangled by governments, Hydro says the average commute in the province is 20 kilometers a day, and driving an electric vehicle is six times less expensive than driving a gas-powered vehicle. Ben will have lots more on this later in the hour. Those are some more of the week's top consumer stories, more later as well. But coming right up is Dean Katopsky, clinical director at Burnaby's Performax Health Group. Dean and his team have helped hockey stars like Matthew Barzal and football stars like Travis Lule and Solomon Elamimium to say nothing of the NFL Seattle Seahawks get organized and get fit. Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer on a nice-looking Saturday afternoon this long weekend. I'm Sterling Fox, joined in studio by the founder of the Performax Health Group in Burnaby, Dean Katopsky. Welcome to Vancouver Consumer, sir. Thank you, Sterling. Thanks for having me. It's good to have you with us. Tell us about Performax. You're, you're near uh, Metrotown on Kingsway in Burnaby, and you've been there for a dozen years? Uh, 11 years this past April 1st. Okay. Yeah. And is it a, a physiotherapy organization. You're a physiotherapist by training out at UBC and you've got all sorts of other credentials that go along with it. So is Performax about rehab and physiotherapy mostly? Uh, I would say it mostly is yes, although we do have massage therapists and chiropractors and strength and conditioning specialists and naturopathic doctors working with us. Okay. Um, I, I know, and, and I'm looking at the website, by the way, friends, is Performax Health Group, all one word, dot com, PerformaxHealthGroup.com, the home of force balance technique, physiotherapy done differently. Mr. Katofsky says so right on the, the top of your website. What is force balance technique? Yeah. Uh, so simply put, force balance technique is an algorithm that I've created. Uh, that's three stages or three steps. It's basically manual therapy to align your posture or recalibrate your frame. And then exercises done uh, with muscle stim on your muscles to retrain your newfound range that we get. And then regenerative medicine uh, is the third stage, should you need it, uh, using stem cells or platelet-rich plasma and various other kinds of what's called orthobiologics. Oh, interesting stuff. Now, is this the people who come to Performax, have they generally A, sustained an injury and B, also more than likely been medically or even surgically treated for that problem? You know, the, the clients I see now, so I've been doing this for, geez, I almost don't want to admit it, but I've been doing this for about 30 years now. Okay. Um, I don't see a lot of sprained ankles anymore, Sterling. Okay. So, yeah, I, uh, I my caseload is is particularly geared to those that are, uh, chronically in pain and 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 have definitely had surgeries and all sorts of uh, ongoing treatment and rehab for all sorts of nastiness. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk because you, your website you brag shamelessly on your oh. website. So I'm gonna I'm gonna call you out on okay. a couple of things because you you name drop all over yeah. the place. And one of the names that I particularly am fond of is Matthew Barzo. Now I've never met Matt, but I understand from people who I work with he's a super guy. He comes from Port Coquitlam. He's a Star with the with a hockey star with the Islanders did yeah. not make the playoffs beyond yeah. where they got oh, this they did year. For, they did really well in, in the first round. Uh, that's right. And yeah. then, but he came to you 
after surgery a few years ago, looking for, looking to get back on the ice. And as I am trying to recall, and I can't verbatim the testimonial that he left behind, but basically Matt said, uh, Dean and his team at Performax got me better and back faster than I could have imagined. So what did you do? Yeah, I just saw, I'll just correct you. So he didn't have surgery, um, but he did come to me after... Uh, there was a period there right before his WHL draft where he ran into a little bit of problem with his his uh, his his ability to skate uh, due to some pain around the pelvis and the hip region, and um, you know he'd seen a number of uh, different therapists and people in the industry around the Lower Mainland and wasn't getting really um, anywhere fast. And, and uh, of course, these are the WHL. These are the pre-draft years. That's right. When every game you play, scouts yeah. are watching and yeah. everything matters. And he's freaking out probably because yeah. he's not getting better fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he was a little bit concerned for sure. And, and you know, really, the, uh, the bottom line was is that he had a rotated pelvis. Uh, that I find is commonly overlooked, uh, misdiagnosed, um, potentially improperly treated. And really, honestly, that's all it was. It was just affecting his hip, the way his hip was firing. Um, And and, uh, we, you know, within about four or five, six treatments, we did force balance technique on him uh, back in the early days there. And away he went. The rest is history. Look at him now. Yeah, no kidding. He's had such a good... Super guy, by the way. He's Uh, just just an ambassador. We're so proud of him, and he's he's a really great guy. I'm looking forward to meeting him. As I say, I've I've heard nothing but good things about him. Another name that's in the news very much these days in Vancouver and area is uh, former BC Lions quarterback Travis Lule, a much-injured athlete who has retired from playing, but who has retained a position with the Lions front office. He's going to stay on with the, the corporate partnership program but you've seen him uh, more than a few times because he's been banged up a whole lot while yeah. he's been playing for the leos yeah again another super fella nice guy yeah uh and a great ambassador for the sport as well and and obviously for the lions yeah you know <laughs> he had shoulder problems didn't he yeah um well yeah that's how we met um i i met him shortly after we actually force balance technique g-roy simon mm-hmm. uh same kind of thing that was going on with him that was going on with barzy but um, I met Travis uh, after a uh, surgery there uh, for his throwing arm, and uh, we got him balanced and, and back together. And uh, he went on, unfortunately, and had a few more dislocations, as everyone knows, and another surgery. And, uh, man, he just couldn't catch a break. But uh, we got his shoulder doing very well, and he was playing some of the best ball, arguably, in his career, and unfortunately sustained that uh, the ACL tear. Mm-hmm. And that that ultimately uh, took him out for a little while, but we got him back on the uh, on the go again, and he did return and uh, finished this uh, finished the season, and and here he is now with the front office. So yeah, That's yeah, right. he's a he's an FBT fan. So is Solomon too. Solomon, we we did that. Solomon was uh, Solomon Elamimian, mm-hmm. uh, who's now in, not the easiest name not, for broadcasters yeah, to pronounce. Uh, Solly, we call him Solly. Yeah, and uh, and uh, I saw Solly his first year with the Lions, and he. Uh, been released from Minnesota there down in the N- uh, NFL. He, he just couldn't stay healthy. He was tearing his hamstring. 
uh, a lot. And same thing, man. It's it was the unbalanced pelvis tweaking on his hammy. He was tearing every time he would uh, stretch over. And he's stretch. such an all-out, full-on guy. There's no holding back. If he's there's only one speed, and that's and, and full go. throttle. Yeah, that's full throttle. Oh, yeah. Um, that's correct. Uh, yeah, he's amazing to watch on the field. Yeah. And and the, the so the season that uh, or we worked with him pre in, during camp, and then he went out the next season that we balanced him and took MVP, uh, which is an honor. It's a huge honor. Uh, more, I think the coolest part of that story is that no defensive player has ever done that in the history of the game ever. I don't I don't know if that'll ever be repeated again. If you watch him during that season. Uh, uh, 14 there. It's just amazing to watch his explosiveness and and his lateral mobility. It's a, just a beautiful thing to see. Indeed. I was watching that him from the entire season from the on-air, uh, the stadium announcer's booth. I was in 2014. I was the BC Lions oh, home game uh, announcer oh, there you at go. BC yeah, yeah, Place. Yeah, yeah. So I got yeah, a lot of Solomon that. that year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, I'm curious about this one because, you again, you've, 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 you're, you're just name-dropping like a bandit there on your website. <laughs> so the Seahawks. They just down the road, they have a lot of fans in British Columbia, mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of them are interested in what you do. So mm-hmm. where would draw the connect the dots between Performax in Burnaby mm-hmm. and the Seattle Seahawks? Yeah, so so my uh, associate, Derek Hansen, who's a certified uh, strength and conditioning specialist. Derek's uh, very well known in North America, and he's uh, he's 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 also very well known for his uh, sprint coaching. Uh, speed and agility and movement and power and all that. Um, so actually it was Derek. They got a hold of Derek. Derek went down a little while ago and, and did some movement programs with them, some acceleration programs and running programs and trained their trainers, Oh, okay. if, if you will, yeah. So now were they training the trainers basically, Dean, to deal with players who are coming back from wounds and injuries and operations? Or was this just on the day-to-day uh, workouts and exercise programs that all the big teams do? Yeah, um, it was more or less that. Um, he, he provided some strategies for them uh, to deal with injury uh, prevention, if you will. But it was basically them wanting to know uh, what's what's the magic in his sauce. <laughs> Derek is uh, extremely uh, talented at movement analysis and teaching people how to how to run. And 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 he's he's really he's really good at it. Well, okay. And so, is there is an ongoing relationship then between Performax mm-hmm. and the Seahawks? Yeah, yeah. We, I, I guess you could say that we've started it. Um, you know, the our whole mandate really is is not necessarily um, just the athlete. We've been talking a lot about athletes, exactly. Um, you know, and don't get me wrong, it's awesome. I, I love that's you know the top. That's the F one, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, there's the other side of this. The bigger side, really, that's that's dealing with the chronically disabled and the injured public. And there's a lot of people that are suffering out there needlessly. Um, and force balance technique uh, seems to be bridging the gap between those that are suffering and those that are living pain free, uh, or at least with the such little pain that their functionality is, you know, way much improved. So I'm I'm intrigued now by this force balance technique stuff. How does it work? Do you, for example, if I need to improve my golf swing? I'll go to a place where they take a video of me mm-hmm. and then they show it back to me in super slow motion and where mm-hmm. my shoulder should be and where it isn't and all that. Mm-hmm. When you're doing forced balance technique with a person right off the street, 
Um, how does it work? What do you do? Do you use video and other uh, g- gimmicks like that? Yeah, we do. Um, I, I want people to understand one thing. So this is the way I've looked at it through my whole career. And I started my career as a massage therapist. I did my schooling locally here as well with the West Coast College of Massage Therapy. Um, but I, I want people to think about it like this. Before we get you moving and before we get you even in analyzing a swing, if you will, and or teaching you certain ways to strengthen, if you will, before any of that happens, we want to make sure that your foundation or your framework is aligned and stable and, and importantly, as importantly, mobile, right? Okay. I think what, one of the big problems that I've noticed, uh, of course, the breadth of my career is that um, there's been this misconception of how strength is created. And if in, in the simplest way that I can put this is strength actually comes from three things that are uh, derived in, in the skeleton or at your joint level. And that's the alignment of the joint, the stability of the joint, and ultimately the mobility of the joint. And a muscle will um, just take, you know, for example, you take a muscle that crosses that joint, that muscle is, is how strong it can contract is directly related to the prowess and integrity of those three factors of the joint. Okay. So if you take an athlete or you take anyone and, and you want to create some uh, prowess in their strength or movement, and you haven't addressed their skeletal alignment, stability, and mobility, you're going to run into inefficient or uh, uh, improper results. It's not going to be accurate, and it's not going to be to the best of that athlete's ability or, or part of me individual's ability. So it, it sounds like you really, the, the most important aspect of any individual is their basic anatomy. And yeah. if we don't pay attention to how we line up and if we're not properly aligned, all of the other stuff we throw at it isn't going to be as effective as it could be. You know, you, you nailed it. And if you if you think about it logically, that's what exists in the mechanical world anyway. When we build a skyscraper, we start with a straight and true foundation, mm-hmm. and then the framework is poured on top of that. And that framework has is you know has tolerances that are very small, and that's what that's what is the emphasis there. If an earthquake rocks one of these buildings here, uh, the, we aren't so much concerned about the window not closing or anything we look to see this the frame what has happened to that frame sure. same in a car mm-hmm. it's the same thing uh you know what is the frame doing because everything attaches to that frame so i'm i'm into cars if it, i build cars uh i don't care if i have a thousand horse, horsepower engine if that frame isn't true or it's cracked or it's bent we're not getting all the horsepower to the wheels sure. and, end of story mm-hmm. So that's, uh, and again, it's that fundamental. And, and uh, we need to take a break for the news. I want to open up the phone lines here, Andrew and Ben, because uh, Dean Katowski is an interesting guy. And, and, and we've talked about Solomon Aluminium and the Seattle Seahawks and Matt Barzell and superstars from various sports and all the rest of it. And the rest of the program, we're going to talk about people like you and me who have injuries in the workplace, uh, who have, uh, you pull a muscle doing something stupid on Victoria Day weekend and your summer is hooped. Well, maybe not. Maybe they can help you over there at Performax. We'll find out a little bit more, a lot more about what they do. And your calls are welcome as well. 604-280-9898. The lines are open to Dean Katowski, founder of the Performax Health Group on Kingsway in Burnaby. We're back after the news.
And welcome back to the program this lovely Saturday afternoon. It's the long weekend. I'm Sterling Fox, and Dean Katofsky is in studio. Mr. Katofsky is the founder and uh, one of the main guys over there at the Performax Health Group in Burnaby on Kingsway, uh, and is also the inventor of something called Force Balance Technique, which is a trademark proprietary thing that uh, Dean Katofsky has been developing for the past several years. Congratulations, by the way, on having achieved proprietary status. It's Thank now you. official. Yeah. So what is it? What do you do differently that other people in your profession don't? Um, tell a lot of jokes. Hmm? No. <laughs> um, well, I'd, I'd like to think about it like this. Um, I see the system as being fragmented. The system, unfortunately, is not set up to deal well with chronic uh, cases. The system in, in being the, the rehab system? Rehabilitation. Okay. Yeah. And, and so if, here, the analogy that I commonly use is, is um, the, if you were going to fix a car, you take it to your garage. Your mechanic has access to wrenches, screwdrivers, anything he needs. Mm-hmm. If you hurt your back and you go, you're going to go see a massage therapist or you're going to go see a physiotherapist or a chiropractor or an osteopath or right, someone yeah. like that. Yeah. Right. Now, I'm generalizing, so I don't want to heat anyone up here, but that is not okay uh, because there's many things that need to be done to a human mechanical system um, that that may be need to done in be done in real time. So, unfortunately, like I say, it's not okay for me to see someone get a massage and then not load that tissue and teach the brain how to reuse your range, or to be needled and loosen tissue and 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 not augment that or be manipped and not augment that or exercise something on a twisted frame. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not the pro there's no real big process. And ultimately that's how force balance technique came about. Cause I hurt myself when I was younger and uh, a freshly graduated massage therapist. And I thought, okay, I'll do, st- do some massage yeah, and some stretching. You would, you would know if you exercise it to do. Sure. You? Absolutely. And you know, I was young in my career and I thought, okay, here we go. Right. I'll fix myself. I'll fix myself. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Be careful with that one. Um, and, and it, I, it wasn't happening. Yeah, it just wasn't happening. And then I quickly realized that there was no real definitive A to Z process. And I didn't realize it at the time, but that was the starting of force balance technique for, for me, which is, which is, so it's that, so the thing I want people to understand is it's a, it's, it's, it, this is very much a process that has been well thought through. You know, the last six years of my, of my career has been on clinical trial and error and finding the best of the best ways to put all of this together. You know, we've got some serious people in our corner doing this. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so the, you know, the best techniques that we can find to align and, and, and mobilize uh, neuromuscular imposed uh, stim, e-stim with loading patterns, putting stim on muscles to retrain your brain in feedback techniques. I'm getting a little complicated. I don't mean to be. And then finally, if you need it, Regen Med, stem cells, uh, uh, PRP, because it's not good enough just to deal with the mechanical stuff, the biomechanical stuff. If you're not healing tissue, what do you do? I often say, look, if in a chronic case, if after, you know, five, six treatments, if that client isn't healing, the answer is not five or six more of the same. And Mm. that's what's 
That's what, unfortunately, that's what we're seeing going on here. So are we chasing after symptoms, Dean, more frequently than we're going for the root of the problem? Is, you know, that, is that part of it? You know, you, you nailed it. There's two fundamentals, I think, that lead to people progressing to chronic states of pain and disease. And number one is we haven't found the source of that treatment. And force balance technique is extremely picky about that, okay? It's you all about how you personally line up. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah, you can say that. Um, um, if, well, in, in life, Sterling, if you don't know the source of the problem, how are you supposed to fix that, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. so number one, source identification. Number two is a proper treatment plan. And, and, and if your treatment plan doesn't include the potential use of orthobiology or stems or PRP or something like that, you're, you're at a big disadvantage because your tissues are going to be chronically injured and not healing. And, and that's what we, that, that's third part, uh, the, the use of regenerative medicine in physical medicine or rehab plans is, is what I've been doing for 20 years. Uh, unfortunately, it's not, this is not even really being talked about a lot out there. And we need to, I want to create a conversation. That's a huge part of what I'm doing right now is I want to make people aware and I want to start creating a conversation around this. Ron and Burnaby, thank you for waiting, sir. We'll get to your call in just one second. One, one more quick question. Our guest, uh, very quickly uh, in the next few days, is off to Chicago. You are about to speak to the American Orthobiological society. These are professionals in the healthcare delivery system in the United States who deal with stem cells. What do they want you to talk to them about? Yeah, the the Tobier, the Orthobiological Institute. Yeah, it's having its 10th 10th annual and uh, they deal with uh, stems and anything else orthobiologic. I know this is new terms and create, but it's coming from your body and we use that. That's orthobiology. Mm-hmm. They, they're interested in my mechanical algorithm <laughs> so, and me putting it together so in they this want process. To know about force balance technique. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's extremely exciting, and 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 uh, and you know we've got some of the world's best there. Neil Reardon from Panama, uh, Chris Centeno from Denver, uh, Dr. Sampson from Santa Monica, to name a few. These guys are world leaders in Regen Med, and and uh, you know I'm going to be talking about my my mechanical algorithm that we've uh, pr- proprietary stuff, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and how it how you how to best use that in terms of orthobiological support or support with the injection therapy. So is is there more interest in the United States currently than there is in Canada? Again, this is just so new to so many people. Uh, a lot of people listening for the first time are hearing about this this whole idea right. for the first time ever. So right. is it that new still, Dean? It is. It's very new. Okay. Uh, it is very new, yeah. All right. Ron, thanks for waiting, sir. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Sterling. Uh, anyways, uh, I just uh, I was actually going to get my daughter uh, she's a physiotherapist. She works uh, out of one of the downtown hotels, and uh, she's a double dipper. And uh, then I heard the name Hanson. Uh, is he a partner in the company or uh, one of your employees? You were talking about your uh, Mr. Hanson, who is dealing with the Seahawks at your organization. He's, he's a partner in the organization, yes? He's not a partner. He's an associate of uh, mine. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. His, his first name is? Derek. Derek, there you go. Yeah. Derek, yeah. Wow, cool. 
Well, I guess he got my business. <laughs> <laughs> well, Derek, Derek, Derek's really good at what he does. Derek and I have been working together probably for the, about the last three years, putting together this part. Now, Derek works the neuromuscular end of force balance. Te- There's three parts to FBT, force balance technique. Derek is the, uh, is the neuromuscular EMS side of that loading patterns. Well, yeah, uh, he's phenomenal. What he got is a, is a repeat uh, uh, nerve neck injury uh, re-render, and I'm a gardener. And I'm, I'm a gardener too. <laughs> yeah, and I'm pushing sixty, so uh, you know what I go through, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, and every once in a while, just something moves, something slips, and uh, yeah, if uh, your guys' technique can uh, help me retrain myself to uh, move in slightly different ways, uh, uh, I, I'm no, uh, you know, uh, orphan to sports injury. Well, uh, Ron, it sounds like you, we, we may have a bit of a match here. Uh, you, you know, have you checked yeah, out the website? Have you checked the website yet? By the way, it's I per- don't have the internet. Oh, okay, well, your daughter does, and she'll be happy to point you in the right direction. It's performaxhealthgroup.com. We've actually got another uh, another URL as well. So FBT now. Oh, F, yeah, yeah, FBT Simpler okay. and easier. And they're at 6170 Kingsway, Ron, in Burnaby. So uh, give give them a call. Thanks, Ron. Oh, yeah. Thanks a lot. Appreciate the call. 604-280-9898. The phone lines are open this long weekend. That was interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and again, back to my point. When you see your physician, you you hurt yourself. It's the long weekend. Some of us are going to do stupid things and we're going to hurt ourselves. We're going to go to the doctor or the clinic. And they're going to say, you did a stupid thing, and now you go, now you need some rehab. You need to see someone who's going to fix what you've just done. That person is going to look at the, the arm, the wrist, the elbow, the knee, whatever dumb thing you did, and they're going to try and fix that in a number of, of scheduled appointments. And you're suggesting that before that first appointment, the assessment program needs to be more detailed. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and, and definitely, you know, most, if not all of us out there treating are doing assessments. Uh, it's actually part, it's a requirement of, uh, under most colleges mm-hmm. that you assess your client thoroughly and properly, or at least, you know, properly. Um, the, the bottom line here is that what I'm finding with a lot of the chronic patients that I treat is that the, the source identification has been missed. So just because your knee is hurting doesn't mean that your knee is the source of that pain. Oh. Uh, you know, the vast majority of, of pain any, is from referred sources anyway. Um, just a quick little example. So, so let's just say that you're going in and you've got some knee pain. Let's say it's on the inside of your knee. Um, you know, you've, you've had some of the hip strengthening exercises and you're, you're doing some quad stretching or whatever you're doing and it's not getting better. And if anyone, if no one has aligned what we call the lower kinetic chain or even looked at you squat and or lunge, um, you know, sit to stand. These are simple, basic tasks that we do, you know, during the course of our day. Uh, if, if, if that hasn't been, if that hasn't been looked at, you know, the angulation of your feet, are you pronating, which ultimately affects the knee. The vast majority of knee problems are not anything to do with the knee anyway. It's just getting caught between a twisted pelvis and, and ankle. Um, you probably want to, you know, bring this up with your therapist, you right. know? Yeah. Um, it's nothing new. I'm not postulating anything new here. Most of us know that uh, poor alignment 
or poor postural issues will lead to chronic problems. Right. My point is, is that the process we need to have a we have need to have a defined process uh, around that and a thorough process. And it takes a lot of work and time to figure out the source of that. And force balance technique uh, is is extremely stringent upon that. Like I said, we don't move forward very quickly until we're confident amongst our team, and our team includes you know interventional radiologists, spinal physiatrist, some of the best movement therapists in the world, like Derek. Uh, you got a chiropractor on, on staff? We do. We've yeah. got, you know, we've got a lot of tools to draw from and right. we really, really talk to each other. This is about team effort, you know, and, and like I said, you know, the, the, one of the problems, Sterling, as well, is that the system is so taxed it's so, so taxed everywhere you look, you know, waiting rooms are filled, yes. you know, um, physicians are, a lot of physicians are, are only insisting that they see one problem per visit. Mm-hmm. You know, how do we deal with all this? So I, my big mandate here right now is to educate people and prevent them from getting to chronic states of pain. And, and, uh, you know, FPT is not a miracle cure. It's not, it's not, you know, the Holy grail of rehab medicine. I'm not suggesting as such, but what it is, is a clinically proven and tested uh, theorem and, and, and theory that, that tends to work more often than not. Right. And it's, it's all about the getting it right in the first place. Which saves people time sure. and money. Mm-hmm. Like I, once again, if after six, seven, eight treatments, if you're not getting a whole heck of a lot better, the answer isn't six, seven, eight more. It and does, does, it, does it matter what you're being treated for? I'm talking about what are the common, most common injuries that you see more frequently than anywhere else uh, at, the, at the clinic? Once again, my practice is geared, you know, I don't, not treating a lot of sprained ankles anymore, right. okay? Uh, but you have a team and together... We absolutely do, yeah. Well, listen, hey, the stats are 80% of people during the course of their lifetime are going to suffer debilitating low back pain, mm. right? So where do you think you're, I wanted to focus? You're looking at one right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, well, there you go. You're part of the stat, Well, right? I was... I was told there's an easy way for me to, to cure my back pain. And that's back pain, it, it just stop getting old. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I said, nice try. Yeah, I don't know how you go. Well, well, listen, regen medicine and stem cells are uh, a very interesting thing to look at, but that's, that's for another day. That's so all. how common, though, is this regenerative medicine approach in day-to-day uh, rehabilitation centers? Uh, it is not common at all. Uh, not, not very common at all. There are clinics that are doing it. Absolutely. Um, you know, we haven't reinvented the wheel here. This has been going on. Uh, you know, stem cells have been, been used for mm-hmm. decades now. Yeah. Prolotherapy has been, you know, it's over 150 years old, the injection of dextrose, uh, a type of sugar, mm. right? Uh, but the use of it in practice, like let's say you're going to your chiro or massage therapist mm-hmm. or phys- yeah, you're not going to hear a lot about it. Um, and I, I'm, I plan on changing that. That's, my, that's one of my mandates is to teach my colleagues and contemporaries the absolute value of being able to know how and when to implement uh, this amazing form of therapy to to so we don't have to continually and ongoing uh, uh, expose our clients to treatment. So now I'm almost out of time, and I think this is an important question to end with: How complex? does your injury have to be in order to go to the Performax group and get the benefits of this force balance stuff? Because it sounds pretty sophisticated and I don't feel like I'm going to die here. I just hurt. Yeah, the, the research behind our process is sophisticated. The application isn't. 
It's not, it's not, com- it's how we do your session is not complicated at all. Me personally, Sterling, I, I think every rehab treatment, every treatment that a person has for, I don't care what injury should have what we call hardware and software components to it. So manual therapy, dealing with your skeleton and frame, and then part of it, teaching your brain how to move that. And then if you need it, you need to heal those things with Regen meds. It's not complex. It sounds hectic. Honestly, it's not. Interesting stuff. Great of you to come by and, and, and educate us this afternoon. I've learned a lot. Uh, yeah. And, and hopefully you have a chance to come back and see us I'd some more. I'd love to. Yeah, I want to thank you, and I want to thank your, your listeners for, for allowing me. It's our pleasure entirely. There's, uh, 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 well, the website again, friends, is Performax Health Group, all one word, PerformaxHealthGroup.com, and that's Dean Katopsky, who is the founder of Performax Health Group and also the owner of Forced Balance Technique. And uh, we thank you for that. We're- and once again, our thanks to Dean Katopsky from Performance Health Group for a very informative visit. Appreciate the calls as well. That was fun. Next week, Peter Sashecki, president of Everything Financial, returns to Vancouver to consumer to talk planning and real investment strategies. And Johnny 1% John Carlson will have a fresh look at Metro Vancouver real estate. Time now for Dooley Noted. And this time around, our producer, Ben Dooley, looks at saving big bucks with electric vehicles. Thanks, Sterling. A new BC Hydro report says switching to an electric vehicle could save you thousands of dollars every year. Hydro says the average commute in the province is 20 kilometers a day, and driving an electric vehicle is six times less expensive than driving a gas-powered vehicle. This is the highest gap ever in BC. Spokesperson Tanya Fish says Hydro is ready for the move to electric cars. This is anticipated to add about 1,000 additional gigawatt hours of load to our system. This is something we're ready for, we have been planning for, and we, our system can, can meet the, the power needs of electric vehicles. The, the report says at the equivalent of 25 cents per liter, fueling an electric car is 80% cheaper than filling up at the pump. Hydro says commuting 20 kilometers per day in a Nissan Leaf will cost you about 2 bucks a week. On an 80-kilometer commute between Surrey and downtown Vancouver, driving a Honda Civic would cost $1,800 more per year than the Leaf. A Toyota RAV4 would cost $2,100 more, and a Ford F-150 pickup would cost over $3,300 more per year. And the report says a majority of commutes in B.C. can be achieved without having to recharge the vehicle at work. I'm Ben Dooley, and that's Dooley Noted. Thank you, Ben, who commutes from Surrey to downtown Vancouver every Saturday afternoon. Here's one more before the news. Organizers of BC Super Week, Canada's biggest professional road cycling series, have announced that online registration is officially open now for the 2019 edition. BC Super Week runs from July 5th to 14th. It includes the Tour de Delta, the New West Grand Prix, the Global Relay Gastown Grand Prix, the Giro de Burnaby, presented by Apia Development, the Poco Grand Prix, presented by Dominion Lending Centers, and the Tour to White Rock, presented by Landmark Premier Properties. BC Super Week features seven criteriums and two road races, one of which is UCI sanctioned for both men and women. More than 140000 bucks in prize money and crowd primes is up for grabs during the week. More than 20000 expected for the Gastown Grand Prix historic 46th race on July 10th alone. This year, 
also marks the sixth straight that BC Super Week will offer equal prize money to both the men's and women's finishers at all nine races, making the series one of the most lucrative professional cycling events on the continent. Online registration is available through the BC Super Week website. Early registration discounts are in effect now until June 2nd. And that is our show for this week, produced by Ben Dooley with Andrew Ferreira. I'm Sterling Fox. See you next Saturday at 2 for more Vancouver Consumer. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.